Hey, my friends, welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur. It's great to have you back to another episode. Today, we're going to look at what it means to be a Christian in day-to-day life. And these are just some lessons I picked up from a funeral ministry workshop. I was to past month, but when you hear funeral ministry, chances are that you feel that this episode is going to be all sad and uh, bleak. But rest assured that this is not about that, okay? We are going to look at the things I learned from funeral ministry, which are which are applicable really for any Christian doing any ministry, whether you're flipping burgers, whether you are teaching little children, whether you are doing prison ministry, whether you are a full-time minister, it doesn't matter. This is just really the valuable lessons on what connects us to Christ and what really is the deeper meaning of being a follower of Christ in day-to-day life. So I'm not speaking about being a full-time minister. Well, maybe you will find good lessons for full-time ministers too, but um, this is really about how to be a Christian, how to apply your Christian faith to your day-to-day life, and I'm sure that you're going to like this episode very much, so stay tuned as we dive into this topic. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high because when we dare to partner with God, anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Okay, friends, it's good to have you back. So before I start with today's topic, I just want to apologize. I'm not quite sure how this sound is going to work out since I'm recording this out of a hotel. Um, (laughs) So I really hope that you are going to enjoy this episode um, nevertheless, and today's topic is about what it means to be a Christian in day-to-day life. Okay, whether we are, whether, whether we are, you know, um, as I said, flipping burgers, whether you're working in a, in a restaurant, whether you're working in a hospital or in an office, it doesn't really matter. What connects us on a deeper level is that we are all children of God. And representing him in the day-to-day life we are living in. It's not just that priests represent God or that, I don't know, pastors represent God and missionaries. Yes, they all do that. But we as Christians, no matter where we are, no matter what we do, we all are called to serve Christ and to be his image, to be his um representatives, his ambassadors to the people we know and to the people we randomly meet, or so we think that we meet them really randomly, but we never know why God is putting a certain person in our way or making us meet a certain person. So um, 
I went to Madrid, I think that was a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, and I attended funeral ministry workshop there. Now, the funeral ministry workshop was organized by the Church of England. It is a workshop uh, which is part of um, or which was offered to lay readers in the Church of England. As you all know, I'm a lay reader. And um, if you're wondering what's that all about, just look it up on the internet. Um, but basically, I have a usual, ordinary job. I work in an office. Um, and at the same time, I'm also trained for formal ministry to assist the priest in our um, church and to take services, to preach, to teach, and to do pastoral care. Um, and as part of that, I took part in a funeral workshop, um, in a funeral ministry workshop. And when I went there, that was really nice. So here's the experience I had. Now for these workshops, it's purely um, optional. Those who want to take it can take it. Uh, based on the context they are living in, based on the context um, they are helping out their uh, priests. And so we were about 20 people, 20 lay readers um, from all over Europe, and we met in Madrid, and we were trained by a priest um, who had a vast experience in funeral ministry. Now, why did I even choose to do that? I felt this call on my heart that, you know, funeral ministry or um, being with people who have had a loss or who are facing a loss is really valuable. And one thing is, of course, the church context. But I've always felt really sad about people at my workplace who are going through a rough time because they have lost a loved one and do not see any hope in their life. So that was my motivation to be at the workshop, to learn um, more about the theology behind all this, but also to learn how to minister to people who are going through um, uh, a really bad time. And so I went there with that expectation. But as we went through the workshop, it hit me really hard because I started to realize that many of the lessons there, many of the things we discovered there are actually applicable to any form of ministry in your life. Whether you're a wife, whether you are a mother, whether you are a worker, whether you are just a friend, whether you are a neighbor, um, if, if any of these situations you find yourselves in, these lessons which we learned there are applicable to any Christian in any ministry, no matter what they do. And so I really wanted to share this with you because I know that my listeners, that you are really doing different things. And most of you are having a regular job or a regular life. And sometimes you might even struggle to, to know whether um, being a Christian is, is really for you. Okay, you're a Christian. You, you might be going to church. Um, but sometimes you might even wonder whether what you do is enough and qualifies for being a Christian. And so I had this on my heart to share this with you. And rest assured that we all are qualified 
um, to be Christians and to be called Christians. And not because we are awesome, but because Jesus died for us and he extends his love and grace free of cost to us. Um, and nevertheless, this is good news. And nevertheless, we also want to think about how we represent God um, to other people. You know, it's like being part of a family. Let's say, well, well my, my family name is Jacob, right? So my name is Archana Jacob. I represent the family of the Jacobs together with my husband and my child. We are the Jacobs. Now, I also have a maiden name. I, was, I wasn't born into this family, right? I was born into a different family. I, had, I have parents. I have a sister. And so whenever I'm on the road um, and use that name, people know that I'm from that family. Whatever I do, um, my actions will fall back in some way or the other onto my family. And it might be the same or quite similar for us as Christians to be in the outside world. You don't have to tell everyone that you are a Christian. Chances are that people will look at you and they will find out anyway. If you're behaving in a certain way, that people will really know that you're a Christian. So the question is really, how do we represent Christ in our day-to-day -day life? So I brought my notebook with me, um, my notes from the funeral ministry workshop, and I'll just read a couple of things I um, wrote out on this notebook, and I want to share some lessons which I believe are um, not unique in the sense that they are unique to funeral ministry, but they are um, unique lessons which are um, true for every Christian throughout the world, no matter what you're doing. And I think it will really help you to keep these things in mind. So this was a pretty long introduction, but I hope you are still with me. Okay, so the first lesson here I wrote down is, there is a dignity to the human soul, body, and person. Everyone is a unique person. Everyone has dignity and needs to be loved. And everyone is loved and known by God in a very particular way. And you know, this lesson speaks about being a Christian and giving Christians um, that consideration, especially when they are dying, that to know that they are loved and known by God in a particular way and to give them dignity and love, um, not just to their souls, but to them as a person and to, to their body. And I think this is really an all-transcending truth for us to bear in mind, when, especially when we walk across people who are giving us such a hard time sometimes at the workplace. I know that many of us will have one guy or one girl who really gets on our nerves, but just try to remember that they are also just loved and known by God in a particular way. Okay, so second thing which I wrote out here is, how does our relationship with God come to fulfillment? It's by coming face to face with God and with Jesus Christ. And in funeral ministry, particularly, but also in any other situation, we bring something of Christ to the situation. 
So whether you're walking into a room where everyone is sad or whether you're walking into a room where everyone is hopeless, you are bringing something of Christ into that situation because you are a Christian. There is no other option. You are anyway bringing something of Christ into that situation. Third thing I wrote down is human beings have the right to be treated with dignity in life and death. And funeral ministry is not just for the dead person and for the mourners, but it's also for the community at large. And I think this is really true, especially when there's a tragedy, you know, in your neighborhood or in your community. Just remember that when you're bringing Christ to people, you are you are actually ministering to a whole lot more people than you think, you know. Perhaps you're just talking to the person who has lost their child in a shooting, or you are talking um, to a child who has lost their parent to um, cancer. But at the end of the day, you're also ministering to the people standing around there, listening to your conversation. And you might also have ministered, um, even if, if nobody is there, you know, that child or that person might be turning around and sharing um, what they have felt about speaking to you um, with other people. And they might even say and notice how much of a difference it made to have spoken to someone who has faith in their heart. So always be aware when you talk to people that you are representing Christ, but that you are also ministering to them in many ways. So let's just be sure that we bring Christian hope into a situation because that will definitely transform what mourners or those without hope um, really feel at that moment. You know, bringing hope into a situation might even help them to overcome the most adverse, the most painful situations because they know there is hope in Christ. This suddenly becomes real. And so um, I really hope that, that we all remember to do that, to bring um, the, the hope of Christ into a situation so that lives are transformed. And what, what really stuck with me in the entire workshop is another point here. So I will read this out to you. Funeral ministry and Christian ministry at large is about representing Christ and about showing resilience. Being a Christian means being resilient. We can change a mourning process with the help of Christ from being bleak to being hopeful. And this is the tremendous impact you and I can have in the day-to-day -day life of other people. We can do so much good or so much damage when people are so vulnerable and raw. Now, this really stuck with me. And here is why. You know, I'm sure you too have been through tremendously painful situations. I know I've had my share of, of tremendously difficult situations, um, adverse situations where I really didn't know how I'm going to survive it. But at the end of the day, God built up this incredible resilience in me. And I'm all about being resilient. I'm all about, sometimes I might be even too much about that, <laughs> you know, um, but, but still, it's, 
it's really important to to understand that being a Christian doesn't mean that you're a victim. It's me. It means actually you're strong, not strong in yourself, but strong in Christ. You become resilient. Nothing can hurt you anymore. Nothing can touch you anymore, because for you, living is Christ and dying is Christ. This is what Paul said. You know, the Apostle Paul, who said. For me, living is Christ and dying is being with Christ. So no matter what they do with me, I'm fine. And so this is really what we need to make ourselves aware about, that being a Christian is being resilient. Um, and that is also uh, self-love in, in many ways to uh, protect yourself. But it's all, it also is a skill which you are learning so that you can share it with others. There is so much hurt and pain in our society, in our communities, in our world. And people really deserve someone to show them that it's going to be all right, that you will stand by them, and that there's God who is standing with them, right? So this is something we, we really have to call to our minds. Okay, so as I go through this book, I notice that I have many more things to share with you, but for the sake of um, keeping every episode um, manageably short, uh, I think I will uh, just share one or two more um, lessons with you and then do another episode uh, with the rest of it. But I think it's really important that we sit with the truths um, we have just spoken about. So let me just share um, one or two more things which I wrote out here. Okay, so another thing which I wrote out here is this. Nobody is exempt of judgment. There will be judgment one day and we all will see God face to face, whether we believe in him or not. This is going to be a reality. And the truth of each man's relation with Christ will be judged. But we must also never forget that the love of Christ is so strong that it will cover a multitude of sins. Okay, so this is also something which, which really um, hit close to my heart. Um, here is why. We often judge people, and especially in funeral ministry, well, the, the context of, of um, what I wrote out here was this. We spoke about people having a bad conscience as they die, and of the danger of saying that, well, you deserve what's happening to you because you've been such a bad person, and of saying that um, at their deathbed. And obviously, this is not what they <laughs> recommended us to do. And I really, really strongly believe that I would never do that. But still, we are human beings, and sometimes we have really mean thoughts in our hearts. And this really, um, what I wrote out here, made me think hard. You know, sometimes we want to judge people. Sometimes we want to um, judge people based upon what they have done to us or to our loved ones. And we might even say that, you know, this person is a bad person. It's actually good that they are dying. 
uh, because finally they are going to get what they deserve. But we don't know. We only know part of the truth. We only know how they have behaved to us. But we don't know what was going on in their entire life. And we don't know what the truth of their relationship with Christ was. But Christ knows. And we can rest assured that the God of all justice and the God of all love and the God of all mercy and grace has a good judgment that he knows what to do with that person or not to do with that person. But at the end of the day, it's not our place to judge. We are not called to be judges. We are called to bring people to Christ. So this is really what hit me hard. And it also revealed to me certain areas where I'm struggling with to extend forgiveness. And I pray to God about it. And I believe that he has helped me um, to be more forgiving, to weave in forgiveness more naturally into my life ever since I've attended this um, workshop. And I really want to leave you with this thought, with the things I just shared now with you. And I hope that you'll also be able to think about your day-to-day -day life um, and about these lessons and how you can apply them to your life. I'm pretty sure that you are already doing that in your life, but you might have discovered uh, one or two nuances in the way I've um, spoken about these things today with you. And so let me just leave you with a prayer. And as I said, and as I promised, I will definitely follow up next week with the second part um, of the lessons I learned at the funeral ministry workshop. Okay, so let's pray. Dear Father, thank you so much for calling all of us to be your children, for having met us in very unique ways in our life, for having given us unique experiences which have shaped us, and for being with us even when people hurt us, even when people take advantage of us, even when people do really mean and terrible things to us, you are with us, you never forsake us, and you turn every situation around, you make us resilient, and you let us know that you love us and that you fight for us, that you watch out for us and protect us and supply all our needs. We thank you, Lord, for all the listeners to this show, and I pray that you bless them in their day-to-day -day life, no matter what they are doing, whether um, they are writing poems or sending emails or um, tending flocks or um, really binding up wounds. Be with them in their day-to-day -day life, Lord. Help them to apply your truths, your all-transcending truth of love and ministry into their lives and help them to really glorify you no matter what they do. Help us all, Lord, to be united in the Spirit and with you because we know that we are your children and help us to encourage each other on that way. Amen. Okay, I hope you really enjoyed this episode and watch out for next week's episode where I'm going to pick this topic up again and I'm going to share with you 
some more truths about Christian ministry and about being a Christian in your day-to-day -day life. So stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, the number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.